0: Seahawks fans, welcome back to another episode of the Seahawks Playbook Podcast. I'm your host, Bill Offset, sitting down with co-host Keith Myers. Welcome into the show, Keith. Our uh, game preview show.
1: Our final game preview show of the year. Maybe. uh, Of of the regular season. There you go. Maybe we can get some more uh, if we get the right help this weekend and and get the team um, into the playoffs. But the Seahawks got to win. The Lions have to beat Green Bay. And if those two things happen, Seattle gets in. Um, we get to do another preview show next week.
0: Think about how crazy that statement would have been on week one of this year.
1: Uh, yeah. (laughs) Coming
0: out of your mouth. I mean, I'll be honest. I'll be, let's just break this down in the pre, you know, leading up and after the draft, I was kind of excited, Keith. I was like, you know, we traded away our best asset and our best defensive player nearly of all time. And uh, I think we're gonna be okay. We might actually win some games. And maybe the offense isn't gonna suck. Um, and the defense could could pick up where it left off last year, and we could actually win nine ten games. And you were like, No, 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 that is absolutely crazy. Geno Smith is going to Geno Smith, and um, and that was that. And 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 over time, I just kind of Fell into that. I mean, not necessarily fall into it, but I, I did enough of my own looking into it to come to any logical person's uh, conclusion, which was Seattle's just not going to be that good. And we both came into the prediction show. You you certainly weren't holding me to, to, to the fire. And I came in with the same identical prediction as you did save yeah, you know, different people. games, but we got five wins. Yep. And here we are, Keith. We could yeah, get we, to nine, nine wins last year mm-hmm. were seven wins, you know,
1: and they're already um, better than they're already better than last year, despite trading away um, a hall of fame quarterback and replacing him with a long backup. backup who did not look good as a starter early in his career. Um,
0: who says football isn't fun?
1: That's all. It's all because that's
0: about the best story in the NFL this year. There's just no question.
1: Well, I I like when you're like you know Geno Smith was gonna Geno Smith, and what popped into my head was he did Geno Smith. We just had a wrong idea of what Geno Smith did. <laughs> yeah, which is a great testament um, to him as a person, as a competitor. So hard over the he hasn't played, but he's been in there. He's been studying. He's been practicing. He's been putting in the work. Um, Gaining the He's, trust and
0: confidence of of one of the best coaches in the NFL, Pete Carroll, yeah. who, who I mean, gave him has, a shot.
1: He has um, put in the work to show Pete Carroll, hey, I'm ready for this. Um, and Pete Carroll showed a lot of faith in him when none of us did. I certainly truth? didn't. I certainly was, was very wrong about what I was expecting from Gino. I was expecting him to just be mediocre um had the offense was going to not move and and not do anything and uh and you know at some point gina would get benched for Locke or he'd get hurt and Locke would come in and Locke would have a couple of really good games and be like oh maybe and then he'll throw five picks in a game and we're like well yeah that was fun while it lasted and and that was kind of my idea of what the season was going to look like and it hasn't um they've exceeded every expectation geno smith has exceeded every expectation that rookie class has turned out to be phenomenal um yeah. you know, they still have their up
0: and downs yeah i mean the offense has been up then it's been down now it maybe is trending up again the defense started awful then it looked great and then it went away and now it's kind of resurging a little bit it's like it, it's kind of crazy and i don't know exactly what to attribute that to um whether it's coaching or players or scheme or, you know, uh, we've got so many young players playing. It it might just be, uh, you know, exhaustion. <laughs> um, yeah. And just playing through some of that, uh, maybe it's combined everything. And, mm-hmm. but, but it's, we- I've got this weird feeling this week and I don't know what it is, Keith, but I've got this feeling like the team is all of a sudden starting to come together. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's the Pete Carroll effect or maybe it's, Gino. You know, um, you know, leading this team potentially into the playoffs or whatever, or the resurgence of the ground game in the last couple of weeks. Maybe it's the defense, the way they looked against the Jets. I know it's the Jets, but their, their offense is, is what it is. But nonetheless, their defense um, is legit. Yeah. Their, and, their
1: offense is terrible, but their defense is legit.
0: But we held their offense to six points, you know, and, mm-hmm. and it was, it was a good showing. And so I am hopeful, you know, we, we need to take care of business against the Rams Rams come in with Baker Mayfield. Um, and they have the Rams offense. He's got them looking. Okay. As, as far as offense, Cam Akers got two games in a row with over a hundred yards rushing. Um, Baker Mayfield has five touchdowns and one interception since he started. Mm-hmm. Um, so looked pretty good. Close to a hundred, um, quarterback rating for them, 95.6 or seven or something like that. Um, just gut, where are you at?
1: Um, Well, I I don't have any faith in, in Baker Mayfield. He is going to look good um, when you give him an opportunity to look good, and he's going to look bad at times because that's kind of who he is. Uh, if you look at him on a game-by-game uh, look, right, he comes in um, first game, looked good against Vegas. Oh, wait, Vegas isn't very good. Um, second game against green Bay, and this is during green Bay's like resurgent as they pushed from, um, being, what were they four and eight? And now they're eight and eight. Um, and so it was in the middle of that and Baker was terrible. Um, you know, only threw for 111 yards, uh, quarterback rating of 67. I mean, it was, uh, it was awful. Then he gets to play Denver, which has quit. Um, they completely quit on, on their coach and everything and basically didn't show up. And so he looked great again. And then against the chargers, you know, a team that's fighting for a playoff spot and, and playing pretty well. And Baker did next to nothing only threw for 132 yards and, um, yeah, yeah, no make her, make so, had a
0: great game, you know, in that game, um, individually, you know, but. Uh, the Rams defense is is interesting. Uh, they're just not that good this year, I think, which is the big difference for them. Um, their their uh, defense allowed Austin Eckler, for example, to rush 10 times for 122 yards and a couple touchdowns. Um, they, and and um, Jalen Ramsey's not had a great year at all. He's allowed, uh, allowing a passer rating against him of 111, um, which is just uncharacteristic for him. Um, and I think that points to the, the difficulty that the entire defense is having. Um, He just can't do it all. And when he doesn't have any help around him, Mm -hmm. that's, that's what's going to happen.
1: Well, defense Um, is it. Everything about defense is complementary. You, your, your cornerbacks will only be as good as your pass rush and your pass rush will only be as good as your core, as your coverage um, because you have to have one to have the other. And they're, they've lost so many, uh, key players up front that on both sides the, of the ball. Yeah. Um yeah, well I was thinking at least on, on defense. defense. Yeah. Um, you know, I mean Aaron Donald's been out, like the the best defensive player in the NFL. Um uh, or at least the best the best defensive tackle. We'll go with that. Um and so he's uh been out. The pass rush hasn't existed for the most part of the year. So of course the coverage is struggling. They're being asked to cover forever. And
0: now Here's a word from our sponsor, DraftKings. The fans, the tradition, the glory. There's nothing more thrilling than college football, and it comes down to the national championship game happening on Monday. My go-to for betting is DraftKings Sportsbook, one of America's top-rated sportsbook apps. Who do you like in this game, Georgia or TCU? Right now, new customers can bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly, win or lose. Plus, everyone can combine multiple bets for bigger payouts with DraftKings same-game parlays. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use code TPPN, new customers bet just $5 on college football and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's code TPPN, only at DraftKings Sportsbook. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Yeah, you know, it all starts up front. Uh, Aaron Donald's out, obviously. You just, you just said it, and that kind of nails it, encapsulates that. It's interesting. Both these teams have struggles in the trenches. Um, their offensive line is is really not good. Uh, they've allowed uh, 30 pass rush uh, win rate, uh, plus 30 pass rush win rate um, this year. 54 sacks allowed this season, uh, both ranked 29th in the league. Uh, going up against Seattle, Seattle has 40 sna- sacks with a pressure rate of just under 30. Um, so there's an opportunity there for Seattle to to be able to affect that. I think Geno Smith is, is a, got an opportunity to to take advantage here last game. Uh, which I think we won like 27 something, 27 23, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, through that last second, uh, touchdown reception to DK Metcalf against Ramsey. <clears throat> and, and and both receivers had great games. Um both receivers were plus 130 yards uh receiving in that game, two touchdowns uh combined. Um and that was the game that Ken Walker got hurt. So didn't he only played in the first quarter and was and then that was it. Mm-hmm. Um we still won that game. And so I think if we've yeah, got the, the running Steelers game,
1: we've really got really poorly in that game. Mm-hmm. Um overall, they just they looked sluggish at first uh the offense really bogged down because they they couldn't get the running game going um because once walker got hurt and they just didn't really have much else uh as far on the running game yeah they they got the 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 two receivers going but that's all that was really all they had and they just couldn't seem to put together long drives and stuff until they needed it at the end and the defense played okay but you know you're playing against backups and uh, that kind of thing. And, and you'd expect them to be, look better than they did. Uh, but ultimately it was enough. And the, they also won that game with playing poorly and on the road. Yes. Now they're going to be at home. Now everything's at stake. Uh, I don't expect them to come out and be sluggish and, and, uh, all of that. I expect them to be prepped, ready to go. And, um, I expect a diff- completely different game now. The Rams have upgraded at quarterback since then, um, but, okay. Um, right. Baker Mayfield's not a massive upgrade.
0: Yeah, so. yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, it's a, it's, a tough, it's a tough schlag for them, and they don't really have any incentive other than playing well for Bobby Wagner coming back, uh, first time back in his home stadium against his old team. Uh, so that's an interesting storyline, but that's not going to carry a team um and they're done. This is their last game. They're 5 and 11 coming in. Uh likely to 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 be 5 and 12. Nothing to play for. They're just kind of finishing finishing out their season. Conversely, Seattle has everything to play for. Uh it's a great experience for the roster. Gino Smith wants to play well, I'm sure in this game. Uh and and kind of end if it is an ending uh season um game for them and they won't know until that Detroit a uh, Green Bay game, he wants to go out uh, looking well, he's got a contract he's playing for next year. <coughs> Excuse me. He wants his team to to play well and, and give his uh, team an opportunity to win. And I fully expect that. And I was gonna say earlier, um, you know, their wide receiver uh, group did really well against the Rams secondary, which is one of their, their best attributes is their secondary. And Gina was able to, to kind of be patient and pick that team apart. Now they've got the tight ends kind of, uh, rolling in this game. Plus Ken Walker's healthy and back, uh, would love a redemption game against this team to be able to go out and show that, that he was going to put up some numbers against, against them. I would fully expect about 350, 400 yards out of this team, uh, the Seahawks in this game and and close to 30 points. And then on the other side, I, I don't see how the Rams score more than 20, um, Right now, I think four out of the last six games they've only got to seventeen points. Uh, this is a a poor offense uh, when they don't have all their weapons, and mm-hmm. Baker Mayfield's is just not enough.
1: Yeah, he's. I mean, he is what he is. He's not. He's not a star quarterback. He's not one that's going to carry the league or carry the team. Um, but he's not. You know, Wolford or some of the other guys they've ran out there. Um, this year. I mean, I was just mm-hmm. looking at at their uh their team like game by game for passing and i'm like oh you know there's stafford and then there's mayfield and then there was wolford in the middle and perkins played for a while and he was like the starter for the kansas city game and then i'm like how many quarterbacks did they have yeah turns out too many um and anytime you start four different quarterbacks in the season you know it's been a long season
0: yeah, it's tough. And, you know, they've got a lot of guys hurt. Jordan Fuller, Cooper Cup, Jake Hummel, uh, Joe Noteboom, Matthew Stafford, obviously, Sean Robinson, Allen Robinson. I mean, the list is pretty extensive. Um, and they've got some guys that are currently hurt. I didn't even mention Aaron Donald, uh, Brian Allen, their center is hurt. Uh, ben uh, Schoenek, their, um, their kind of slot wide receiver. Uh, has been down. So they're just, uh, they're down almost in every spot on the rosters. one of those years, they've been pretty lucky the last three or four years though, with injuries being one of the Mm -hmm. least injured teams in the NFL kind of caught up with them this year.
1: Well, yeah, I mean, they, their, their method of signing old players and then make, and having them stay healthy uh, all season wasn't going to keep working forever because no other team that tries that ever has success. (laughs) Uh, It worked for the Rams for a couple of years, but now, you know, this is it regressing to the mean. Um, So so let me ask you this. So
0: what do you expect? Is is there, like, can you identify like uh, three difference makers on offense and three difference makers on defense in this game where you expect uh, those players to step up and make a difference for Seattle?
1: For Seattle, um, yeah, I mean, that's that's actually not that um hard in my opinion because on like you could easily say, you know, Metcalf because he's been kind of shut, not really shut down, but teams are working so hard to take him away, especially since he the was shut down last hearing. week. Um, but they're they're double teaming him on every play, they're at times triple teaming him. Um, they are just doing everything they can to to deny DK Metcalf the ball. And I don't know if the Rams are going to do that. They're not going to, I don't know if they're going to do that because they've got Jalen Ramsey. And so they're going to lean on the fact that they've got a really good cornerback that can follow him around. Well, he did really good against Jalen Ramsey the last time they played and I expect Mm -hmm. him to again. And so, and if that's the case, that's a difference maker because you look at what this offense is, um, been able to do. Uh, and then you add a bunch of production by, by Metcalf and you're going to end up with a better offense. Uh, so that's, that's kind of where I'd, I, I'd go first. Um, Ken Walker would be the next place I would go because this is a, this is a defense that you can run on, uh, especially with a Robinson out. Um, he. And Aaron Donald. Yeah. I mean, but he, uh, a Robinson played the right. last time. Yeah. These two teams, and, and I mean, he's their big run stuffer in the middle and now he's out. Now he's not even going to be there. So you've got um the penetrator, the, the, the get in the backfield and kill people in Aaron Donald, not there. And the big uh run stuffing, I eat up a ton of space and it, yeah, guy, he's also going to be out. So, um, this this is a, the makings of a Ken Walker getting 150 yards and two touchdowns uh, game, and just really leaning on the Rams um, throughout the game. And then, uh, you know, you gotta you can say Geno, or you could say Lockett. I would go with one of the tight ends, a guy like Colby Parkinson, who we've seen stepping up mm-hmm. and having a bigger role the last couple of weeks he is such a mismatch because he's too dang tall. You can't cover him with a corner cornerback because most cornerbacks um, aren't tall enough. He can just go up over the top of them and get it. And you can't cover him well with a linebacker because he'll outrun them. And so he just creates a mismatch for other teams. And it's hard to game plan and scheme around especially when the team has two other tight ends on the field so you have to account for them as well yeah
0: i was gonna uh, say pick pick one because all three have the potential to impact a game Mm -hmm. if if um if left open you know they can all three catch the ball um i agree with those in fact those are pretty much spot on what i was thinking um yeah and and i was also thinking too if our offensive line plays well um, not just for Ken Walker and opening holes, but just protecting, uh, for Geno Smith to have time to throw. Cause when Geno Smith has time to throw, he makes really good decisions with the ball, uh, when they're, when he's not, um, rushed into throwing or, or having to, to elude a, a pass rush. Um, even though he's, he's pretty decent at making decisions when he's on the run. But if they can create that pocket for him, man, he's tough yeah. to stop.
1: Hopefully he'll stop running directly backwards into sacks because,
0: that's been tough.
1: He's had he's just been done that repeatedly this season where he's in trouble and his, his he tries to get out of it as if he was a young Russell Wilson by spinning and and running but he's not that guy and gets dragged down at for, you know, 12-yard loss. I'm like, you can't take sacks like that. You've got to step up. And uh, instead of stepping backwards, if you're going to go down, step up and make it a 3-yard loss. Don't go backwards and make it a 12-yard loss um and he it's like the one <laughs> thing that's super frustrating for me with. It, and it I, is and it has um,
0: been during Russell Wilson's years as well so oh, we're kind of used to it yeah
1: he did it too now with Russ he had those plays where he would you know spin out and and run to his left throw back across his body and everyone's like oh don't do that that's how you throw picks and it ends up being a, an easy touchdown or something and he had that just elusiveness, and it, it worked earlier in his career. As he got later into his Seattle tenure, those spin moves stopped working as well, mm-hmm. and we started to see him take some really bad sacks. And now, he's the, Gina's he's the some most really bad sacked sack.
0: quarterback in the last ten years. Mm-hmm. Um, how about on the defensive side? How do we um, how do we stop Cam Akers running the ball, and how do we stop Baker Mayfield
1: from getting hot? well i would i would definitely focus on stopping cam makers first uh, and that's actually a harder thing to do for seattle than um than it should be in part because Jordan brooks is out he's on a, on injured reserve now you're running out um tanner muse and and cody barton as your middle linebackers and that's a less athletic less fast um less sure tackling uh, of a duo than when you've got Jordan Brooks out there. So I'm concerned about the fact that Cam Akers has really got this, the, himself on a roll. Um, but I would say you, Cody Barton's got to have a good game. Not just, um, I mean, yeah, he's the quarterback of the defense now. He's making all the, the calls at the, at the line and and um, all those kind of things. And he apparently is like the coaches love his, his, um, knowledge and his ability to do that, but you've also got to go up and make tackles and Barton's missed a lot of tackles this year and you can is huge and powerful. You he'll run over you. Yeah. Um, and so I think we're going
0: to need some help up front too.
1: Yeah. So I'm, I'm concerned, but I I think that uh, you're going to see uh, Cody Barton's going to get a lot of tackles. And I think Abrams, the fourth strong safety to start for Seattle um, who's now the current guy in there, he's not great in coverage, but he's actually a good run support guy. He's going to be up in the box, filling lanes and making tackles. I think that's going to be a lot of how Seattle shuts down Acres. And if you can shut down Acres, this offense will grind to a halt because Baker Mayfield is not going to carry this team by himself. He's not that guy.
0: Uh, Jonathan Abram, no S at the end, Keith. Um, yeah, and and I think that Al okay. Woods, um, Al Woods is another key player for me. Sounds like he's going to play. He's coming back. He's been injured for a couple of weeks. It'd be good to have him back in there um, as Seattle's primary run stopping guy. Uh, he's a, he's slightly undersized, but he's still a big guy. He knows leverage. He knows how to get in a position and and take on double teams. And we need that. And we've been mm-hmm. missing it for a couple of weeks. Um yeah are you at all concerned about the back end?
1: The back end of Seattle? No. Um mm-hmm. uh, I'm not because the Rams their top receivers are all hurt and not playing. <laughs> That's true. And and the Seahawks still have Tariq Woolen over there to take away half the field and Diggs has been playing better. God it's so and amazing
0: to hear you say that. So what Take, that Diggs has been playing? No, that uh Tariq Woolens over there taking away half the field. I just can't it's hard to get used to that again. We've been without that since you know Richard Sherman left. Mm-hmm. And uh now it's back and I love it. It's it's just crazy. And to say it about a rookie, it's just mind blowing. I think he should be say that about a rookie it. of the year too.
1: I think so. I mean, I, I'm pretty sure Sauce Gardner is going to get it, and I don't have any problem with Sauce Garner get it, getting it. He leads the NFL in in uh, passes defend, deflected, defended, uh, where he gets his hand Not on only it. Only by three stuff. or four. He's still a rookie who is top in the NFL. Oh, I know, but I mean,
0: he's only three so, or four ahead of um, our own guy, Tariq yeah. Wallen
1: Yeah, I just yeah, and he also plays in a bigger market, which you know that's
0: that's the key. Plus, is a first round pick.
1: Yep. And you've Which got is the bigger thing. You've also got the situation where um, the turnaround for the Jets, how bad they were last year, especially on defense and especially on the back end of their defense. Mm-hmm. And the, that's their strength this yeah. year on a better team. Yeah. And you could say um, that
0: for Seattle too, but it's really defined in New York
1: for sure. It is. And it isn't just sauce Garner. I mean, DJ Reed who they signed away from Seattle at the other cornerback spot has Huge. also been, been great. Uh, they reworked that 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 position. It went from being probably the worst group of cornerbacks in the NFL to arguably one of the best because both of those guys can flat out play.
0: Agreed, and so, they did an, an excellent job against Seattle's wide receivers last week. Just oh, did yeah. a great job, phenomenal, just, really. Both
1: shut both down lock DK Metcalf and Luck. Yeah, both both the uh, Seattle star receivers just couldn't get. About couldn't get catches, couldn't get into the offense. Luckily, the tight end stepped up and did a bunch of good things, and a lot of stuff out of the backfield. And the running game looked really good, and and Mm -hmm. those kind of things. Because the they they were able to shut down Seattle. That's why I
0: think you really got to take a look at Geno Smith as being a a little better than even we're giving him credit for because. He recognized those things along with our offensive coordinator Shane Waldron, and changed things up fairly quickly. Didn't wait until halftime to make adjustments. Went to some three tight end sets right away. Um, Scored our first touchdown with Tyler Mabry Uh, that way. Had a big uh, play to Parkinson early in the game as well. Um, I thought that and and Gino Smith just showed a, a new level of patience that I really hadn't noticed before until his wide receiver weapons were taken away and he was still going to those looks But mm-hmm. he was being patient, you know, and, and the Jets have a pretty decent defensive line. Um, and our, our tackles and interior line were, were tested in this game. And I thought Gino really stood in there and, and took advantage of some weaknesses in their defense. And it happened to be against, you know, them defending our tight ends and running. Yeah. Back. You know, DJ I, Dallas had a great game as well. catching.
1: The ball. I, I I just, I like that he didn't try and force the ball into um, those exactly. guys because they're the guys yes. like, no, we've got guys that are open. I'm going to throw it to the guys that are open. yeah And he um, tried to
0: force it in one time to, or a couple times to DK and sauce was right there. And I yeah. was like, wow, that's impressive. But.
1: Um, yeah. I mean, it's sauce Garner. I mean, <laughs> like I said, he's a guy that I think, I honestly believe he's going to get the uh, defensive rookie of the year and I don't really have a problem with it. I hope that Tariq Woolen is second in the voting because he yeah. absolutely should be. Um, the two of them should are fighting for that.
0: The that, two of them that, are, that award. yeah, they're going to face each other. Well, <laughs> in a flag football game at the Pro Bowl. Um, <laughs> so, but yeah, it, okay. So getting back to this game, so uh, let's talk predictions. Um, game, you know, seasons on the line. Uh, the the ability to get to the next step in the playoffs is on the line. We've got to wait for that. Detroit Green Bay game, but they don't know that they got to go take care of business. Mm -hmm. What's your, uh, what's your prediction?
1: I think Seattle um, grinds this one out and you see Ken Walker with a lot of yards Um, and the offense just gets going. They get back up to where they're starting to look like they were at the beginning of the year. They end up with like, let's go with um, 27 points. Um, And the Rams just can't keep up. Yeah, there's acres, but it's not enough. You can't string together drives if that's all you've got. And they end up getting some yards, but not getting a lot of points. And it ended up being something like 27-13.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I'm I'm in there as well. I'd like to see the Seahawks get back up to 30 points and just get that offense really going before uh, a, a playoff game, which would, would be nice. Um, I think it would be kind of crazy if we had a special teams touchdown in this game. Iguobuaki, um, has been returned the ball like crazy. Just love his, uh, mm-hmm. fearlessness, uh, heading up in, in, on those returns. And I'm looking for him to break one. That'd be kind of fun. Ken Walker could break one too, it, it, running the ball out of the backfield. He's got that ability at any touch. Um, Bobby Wagner's there. That's a great matchup. <laughs> um, and, um, yeah, I'm, I'm thinking the same.
1: Bobby I don't Wagner. Explain. Bobby Wagner was a big part of why the Rams hung in that game uh, in LA. That's true because he had a monster of a game um, playing yeah, against his did. old team for the first time and all of that, and he just he had a monster of a game. I don't know if we get that level of performance out of Bobby I Wagner. Again. I wouldn't
0: doubt it though. In I front would, of his I, home crowd,
1: I know. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying like he had he had the best game of his season against seattle um and there's a lot of motivation there because of that but having gone through his like you know playing against his old team game once already i don't know if that gets him gets him up gets him going quite like it did uh a few weeks ago
0: well he knows he's done after this game so he's gonna leave it all out there that's all i'll say about that and that's true and that's a lot he's Mm -hmm. he leaves a lot out there so um yeah for me i'm thinking 30 uh to to 17. Um for the same reasons that you put down. I think Seattle gets rolling uh and the defense um continues to play well and gets it done. So gives us a chance. That's all we can ask at this point for this team, for this roster. I think they've exceeded expectations. Oh, with the absolutely. talent level on this team, Seattle's made some adjustments down the road um all through the season to kind of give their team a chance, give the players a chance to be successful. And I think they're, they're playing well at the right time and it's kind of all coming together. We've got the return game going now. We've got a new, <clears throat> new weapons on the offense with the tight end thing, the, the, the tight end sets and Ken Walker's run the ball now effectively. Geno Smith is going to continue to do what he's been doing all season and the defense is playing well. Uh, guys like, um, Boye are continuing to play well for this team. Uh, Daryl Taylor's played well in the last four or five weeks. Just really kind of come on. I think he had five and a half sacks in just the last three games. Um, yeah, he
1: had, he was, he had a really poor start to the season. Um, just was not adapting to his new role with the new, in the new scheme. Um, got himself essentially benched. And yeah. as fought and earned his way back onto the field and performed and Uh, Been productive when he's got out there, and I, I love that. I mean, that's just that's a level of grit, a level of tenacity. Um, You can't have enough of that on your team. He didn't go pout or anything like that when he got benched. He recognized I wasn't getting it done, and And I listen to his coaches.
0: I mean, he's coachable. Uh, You know, he had a press conference today. Was it today or yesterday? Um, Where he came out and just said, "Hey, listen, I wasn't playing good." I listened to my coaches, though. They sent me down with some film. They sent me down with my own film, like a, of plays from last year where I was successful. And they said, you know, do this again. Um, here's, here's what you need to be doing. And I've been doing that. And it's been it's working for me. So I would imagine that continues. Um, I'm interested to kind of see if Jonathan Abram and Tanner Mews really step up in this game uh, because we're going to need those guys down the stretch. Jordan Brooks is out. If we get to the playoffs, he's out. Mm-hmm. Um, Jonathan Abram, it looks like he's going to be playing for Ryan Neal. Ryan Neal hasn't practiced at all. I don't know exactly if he's going to be able to come back at all. So having Jonathan Abram out there and tease Tabor, uh, the other player, uh, be able to play and play well, um, when given opportunities is going to be important. And I like to see that in this game. Um, yeah, other than that, let's just go get this thing done. Find out, uh, we'll be, uh, Detroit's second favorite fan base. Uh, on Sunday night uh, for mm-hmm. Sunday night football, and it'll all come down to that. If we, but we got to take care of our our business first and win this game. So, either way, we'll be back on Monday or Tuesday with another show, and um, we'll wrap the wrap it up the regular season at the very uh, least, and uh, look forward to the playoffs if we can, if we can get there. So, that's it. Anything else?
1: No, I think that's it. Let's wrap this up.
0: Find Keith on Twitter at Myers NFL. You can find me at NWCHawk. Hawk. You know where the show's at. Find us on your favorite podcast platform and YouTube and hit that subscribe button. So until next time, go Hawks. Go Hawks. Seahawks Playbook Podcast listeners, thanks for joining us for another edition of the show. You can find us on Twitter. Bill is at NWSeahawk. Keith is at MyersNFL. And the show is at Hawks Playbook. You can listen and subscribe to the show at SeahawksPlaybook.com.